Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Hypothetically. That is not the show we're doing. <laughs> okay, everyone. You said Hypothetically. <laughs> hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Throwing Down with Jess and Lily. I'm Lily Caffrey Levine. I'm Jess King. And we have a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of things. it's very COVID-related. A lot of things. Most things are COVID-related these days. So, Jess, take the wheel. What do we got on the docket? All right, so uh, we're gonna try to like go full house on some sports here. I know we talked a lot about basketball last week, which is fine because the bubble and I love the drama in basketball. Um, so we're gonna hit up some major league baseball drama today. <sighs> a little bit of Fauci first pitch action. Um, we're gonna give you some bubble updates. Um, and maybe should we just start with the bubble update because it's very yeah they're quick and I I'm so over the bubble so so I yeah so I have it's just one bubble update. Um, and it's more of a comment and it's quick. Um, yesterday the NBA reported that there were no COVID cases in their weekly or daily or whatever it was testing. Ooh. And I saw that and I think I was in my car waiting for my Whole Foods pickup. Like I get the groceries delivered, like brought to my car or whatever. So I'm reading it and I went, huh. I was like, that's not really impressive considering the point of the bubble is that there's no cases. So I was like, it just seems like are we supposed to give you an award for doing your job? Like that was kind of the vibe I was getting. I was like, yeah, there's not supposed to be after any case, one but it's a week. Yeah, I was like, it's been one week and there's no cases. I was like, congrats. And I know there's a lot of factors, and I don't want to take away from all the credit that like does go. We're still doing work behind really it. good. But I'm like, yeah, there's not supposed to be any cases. Like that's the point of the bubble. So that's the bubble update. Um, I I have a bubble update that yes, I just go. want everyone to know that. Everyone still hates the snitch line. Like, well, some every- people love it, apparently. Who? The people that are snitching. Oh. <laughs> like, who? Like, what's the drama? <laughs> no, obviously, some people love it, because there was, wasn't there, like, 48 calls or something? Um, like, the I- first thing I looked up with NBA space S was snitch line. I'm like yeah. living for it. There's really, let's see, hilarious snitch line parodies. We have Celtics Marcus Smart has jokes about NBA's unique snitch line. Let's see what you got here. NBC Sports for me. Oh, this was on the 17th. So that was like a minute ago. I probably read it. <laughs> it's just, I don't think anyone likes it. I think everyone thinks it's a joke. Like, so wait, like, here's my these next These are grown ass men. Like, what are we going to be here's paddling my on each other? <laughs> Do we think that the, um, part there's gonna be some like snitch line beef during games like games are gonna start getting more aggressive because people are gonna be like pissed about the snitch line i don't know i i just think a the biggest beef is gonna be the shotguns off that's that have been going on like everyone's been shotgunning beers and stuff and it's like you shotgun that beer faster than me i'm gonna dunk this ball in your mouth like you know what i mean oh gosh um okay but aside from the nba so, all thing, right that's the bubble update i feel like we got to move on to our unexpected woke league, Major League Baseball. First of all, baseball is back. We have a fantasy draft tomorrow, which I think we will both do. If you're 
in our fantasy draft and listening to this, pause and just fast forward a little bit. And we're going to both do terribly in it. Um, I think so too. Because I've never done fantasy baseball before. The concept, I just, I just don't understand a lot about fantasy baseball. Football, I'm actually very good at fantasy football. Not really. I'm I think not. I just got lucky. I think I've just gotten very lucky. I'm not um, good at any of it. It makes sense to me because you set your lineup, the game's happening. So like, like, do I set a lineup every day? Is that what's going to be happening here? Because I am going to do very honestly. Honestly, for everyone that's in this like fantasy draft with Lily and I, is I feel bad for them and all the listeners who are like, "What the hell are these chicks talking about?" Like, somebody let us know because they sent a text in it earlier today that if you haven't made like your teams or whatever we have to do, I don't even the have draft a, tomorrow, I don't have a name. They're like, "Please make it." Like Lily and I definitely are the only two. <laughs> I think we got. Somebody yeah. was very subtly like, there's only two people that haven't created their team yet. Meanwhile, everybody was watching you? us on like Zoom recording podcasts. I'm definitely. like, that was definitely like, Jess because I know um, I'm the other one. Anyways, I switched on Lily. <laughs> baseball's back on Thursday. Um, but and then, there's already drama. They had is some it drama? Tweet. Okay, well, it is because Trump tweeted, so then it's like drama. Mm. So, what had happened? And I lost where I was going with this. Um, the San Francisco like, Giants. I have a new favorite baseball team. So I got this. I ordered some hats from 47 and they sent me this, which I thought was super random. I'm not from oh. San Francisco. I live in New York. So fun fact about me. Um, one time there was like a conversation we were having at school. It was like, do you feel the need to have like a West Coast team, like or like a Western Conference team? Like, if you're an Eastern Conference team, like, you know what I mean? Because like, if you get, no. I don't. I never have. I have also, no ties to the I, West. Yeah, I am also from Boston, and no you're from New York, which are both very like, like it was a weird concept to me. Let me take my mix and just cry every time. So I it listen. was, it was a really weird concept to me getting to college when people. Because obviously we went from to, other places. No, we're like we're from New York, and like a lot of people in New York aren't fans of just New York teams. Like they have other fandoms, other places, and I was like, that's weird because in Boston it was always they're just, like, crybabies. Okay, I feel like this is like a personal thing you have to work through. <laughs> um, but it was always weird because everyone I grew up with was a Boston fan, obviously, because it was like where you're from. So I've never had like, oh, that's my West team. However, this is where I'm going with this. Um, I have family that lives or that used to live in San Francisco. And I have always liked the Giants because of that, because um, I have like a lot of great memories of like the Giants winning the World Series and like how the city was like so happy about that and stuff. So I and I grew up a lot going to San Francisco. So like I do have like a little bit of a soft spot for San Francisco teams. Um, And so I have always loved the Giants. Now I love Donald them. Trump doesn't like the Giants. <laughs> now I yeah okay so disagreement between a lot of people on that one. What's going on, Jess? Okay, so Giants versus Angels yesterday. Uh, Gabe Kapler, who works for uh, the manager for who? the Giants, I accidentally paused it. <laughs> Gabe Kapler. Gabe Kapler, who has diabetes, by the way, and I met him when he was on the Red Sox, and I went to diabetes camp, um, which is like a different fact about (laughs) Lily. But Gabe Kapler, diabetic, former Red Sox, now. And he is a national, he is also a national anthem kneeler. You can add that to his resume. So him along with other players and staff of the Giants and one Angels player kneeled uh, 
in their game yesterday. And he had told reporters at the Oakland Coliseum, quote, I wanted them to know I wasn't pleased with the way our country has handled police brutality. I told them, being the team, I wanted to amplify their voices and I wanted to amplify the voice of the black community and marginalized communities as well. And so I told them I wanted to use my platform to demonstrate my dissatisfaction with the way we've handled racism in our country. I wanted to demonstrate my dissatisfaction with our clear systematic racism in our country. So just the overarching point I have on this is that I'm really happy that they're doing this for a lot of reasons, but I'll just keep it very simple in this. I, I believe, and I might be wrong about this, when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for the National Anthem back in the day um, and all of that was happening, I believe there was only ever one MLB player that kneeled. Um, if I might be wrong about that, but if I'm not, this yes. is a huge step for the in MLB. 2017. Yeah, it only happened, I think, one time or something like that. I don't know if he did it for every game, but I only ever remember at least hearing about one player. So to see multiple players from multiple teams doing it and to see them speaking about it, I think is a, a fantastic thing for the MLB to be doing. Um, I'm so psyched that they're using their platform because I think it's so important for athletes to just be using their platform because they are so influential. Um, so, however, there was some more to that. <laughs> what ended up happening after all of this was that Donald Trump tweeted – Looking forward to live sports, but anytime I witness a player kneeling during the national anthem, a sign of great disrespect for our country and our flag, the game is over for me, exclamation point. Because he always has an exclamation point. Exclamation point. So here's my whole take on this. Mm -hmm. One, why is Donald Trump acting so surprised that this happened? Like, obviously they're going to kneel. Like, players have kneeled before. And shit is hitting the fan. Like, players are going to kneel now. I've been saying this the whole – what I've personally wanted to accomplish during this podcast um, and doing what we're doing, talking about sports culture, is that athletes are people. They're human beings with opinions just like you have, just like I have, just like everybody who's listening to this either saying shut the fuck up or keep talking. Like, you have opinions. And – you want these sports to come back on for your entertainment during a pandemic. So it's like, okay, are we going to act like they like should just be putting their lives at risk for you, but then not give them the respect to openly use their platform the way they have it. And it's been a long time coming that athletes were going to start using their platforms. I've just wanted to get the point across that like, Athletes are human beings. They make mistakes. They do everything that we do. They care about their families the same way that we do. And they care about and their communities. A good paycheck for this. But guess what? Like, you cannot talk about your favorite athletes, but then ignore the fact that people in their ethnic group and are being their discriminated race, members against. Members of their race, yeah. And, like... That they're being discriminated against. And like, I think that's a big... That was a big conversation when... Um, a lot of the protests and things like that happening started happening is that, and I loved seeing people saying this is a lot of basketball writers were saying it. A lot of white basketball writers were saying, I can't be silent in this. I can't be complicit in this because my career is based off of black culture. Being a basketball writer, I am, my career is based off of black culture in basketball or writing about music or in hip hop and stuff like that. And like, 
Yeah. And so if you want to be in on it, you got to be fully in on it. And that's the thing is like, so that was my like mini rant. And then kind of also speaking to that, I'm trying to find out who the other one was. However, and I will in one moment, earlier today, um, during media availability for some players, Tobias Harris, um, he said, quote, we want to make sure that Daniel Cameron, Kentucky Attorney General, will arrest the cops and officers involved with Breonna Taylor's death. And that's all I got to say. Uh, that was his 59 seconds of media availability. Um, and then I just saw um, Marcus Smart in his uh, whatever media avail. They do them on Zoom now. So he said, before he said, before we start, guys, what? my answer. What do you mean? What? I just what? it's just a bubble thing. Like, why are we doing it on Zoom? Like, I don't know. Anyway, point that everything would be okay. But anyway, no. But I think the press isn't there, so that's why they're doing their media availability on Zoom. Okay. But Marcus Smart said, um, "Before we start, guys, my answer is going to be justice for Brianna Taylor. That's going to be my answer for everything. Justice for Brianna Taylor." He repeated it four times while answering two questions. Um, he said, that's my answer for every question today. You guys can keep asking, but that's what you guys are going to get today. Well, so, so I think that like athletes have made it very clear that they're going to use these restarted seasons and like comebacks in an important way. Like if they're putting this at risk and with everything that's going on in our country with the uh, resurgence of Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's going on, like it's like, they're going to talk about it. They made that clear. Just why are you acting so surprised? Like at, I'm talking specifically with these tweets for Donald, like that Donald Trump made. Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. Like let them do what they want to do. Like they're people that have opinions, like, and a lot of people will say like, you know, what makes this athlete so qualified to talk about this? And I'm like, well, like, what makes Uncle Larry qualified to talk about this at the family barbecue, but this guy can't go, like, yeah. use the fame and, and celebrity that you gave him, the fame and celebrity that the public has given these athletes, and you're telling them they can't stand use up their and voice. talk about something? Like, are you freaking kidding? And that's, sorry. that's like, the other thing. Is, I can't say when people are like, what makes this person qualified to speak on this? And I'm like, Growing up black in America, that's what makes them qualified to speak on this. So I'm having none of it's whatever experiences that they've had that I've never been able to imagine because I didn't grow up like that. And and like I want to know, I want to know, like I want to. Like, yeah. So when you're me. asking what when you're asking what makes someone qualified to speak on this, it's having lived it. And you and whoever, whatever people want to say. There's so many people who aren't qualified to talk about half the things that they talk about, but here we are just letting them talk about it. Like, yeah. why does that, why does that argument only ever come up for athletes? Like for the black athlete talking about something that they're, that they've experienced, that they've lived. Like we don't, and I think we like, never that's say the other that thing, like, questioning. We never come back on that defense with anything else. Like, and it's I don't always want to sit that. here and sound like I know I have all the answers. Cause I definitely don't. But I think like the important thing, and again, it's not even, my, I'll be honest. It's not even my place to say what the important thing is or what I should be doing, because these are not experiences that I have lived, but I am learning. I'm reading. I'm trying to learn more. I'm trying to learn how to be better. And we like, I think you are too. And I think we're listening. 
I'm listening to what people have to say. I'm listening to things that I don't know anything about because I, these aren't my experiences. I haven't lived them, but it's important for me as a citizen of this country, as someone that wants to speak and write about what's going on, that that I listen and that I know what what other people, how other people feel about this because it's not my experience. I just, I don't see what's so shocking about it. And then everybody's like, hashtag boycott the MLB. Like, well, guess what? Like, that's so funny to me that they're saying that because you've been begging these sports to come back and to do everything in their power to bring sports back. And personally, I think that it's ridiculous that people are playing sports like like we mentioned, oh, good job, no COVID cases. Like, you're supposed to not have any COVID cases. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And, like, we shouldn't be having sports. It's ridiculous. People are still sick. We have sports no fucking control. Sports are the of a functioning society. <laughs> yeah, like, it makes no sense that we're playing sports now. But whatever, we're doing it because people are simply outraged that we can't watch men compete with other men in sports sports that people play on the regular but um, I heard something that was like maybe if we make um like wearing a mask a competition people will get on board with it and I was like yeah maybe so wait there are some other tweets that they tweeted a picture of members of the San Francisco Giants kneel during the national anthem hashtag black lives matter they tweeted that uh, earlier today when it was happening well it's just like like we said like an unexpected support from a league that we didn't expect to support us like this um i mean i did not expect them to do it i'm just we've seen a lot of activism in the nba and the nfl and um i just haven't as much in um baseball well it was like you said in 2017 when the kneeling first came around like they they only had one person do yeah Um, so it's like obviously you wouldn't expect that the first professional like coach manager would be and i think it's a huge step in the manager Giants. i think it's a well it just sets it sets like a whole thing but so what was your question fauci is throwing out the first pitch for the yankees nats on opening day do you think that's a subliminal message um i'm gonna do some deep breathing exercises and come back to you no um i think so typically yes i know i'm not saying yes to your question Here's my thing with Fauci throwing out the first pitch. I think it's awesome. I love Anthony Fauci. I think he's doing, he's very good at what he does. And I'm like, heck yeah, like, let's recognize him. My issue with it, because I have to have an issue with everything. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Typically, um, people that throw out first pitches are like people that we really look up to and people that are like really great and have done some really great things. And I think Fauci is that person. If you're going to celebrate him like a hero, listen to what he's saying, please. So I don't necessarily think it's a subliminal message. I think it's kind of ironic that I'm like, so you're opening all this stuff up so we can play baseball. And the guy that's like, I know Fauci wasn't like, don't open sports leagues, but like the guy that's been kind of like, hey, we really need to take this seriously and like not not get ahead of ourselves or anything. You're like, yeah, let's celebrate him. And he'll throw out the first pitch. And I'm like, but but you weren't, you haven't been listening to him. Well, I was like, what, what are you doing? So I just think it's kind of ironic. I'm very happy for Fauci. It'll be very fun. I'm sure he'll wear a mask. And well, he's a big Nationals fan girl, so. 
Oh, he is? I didn't know that. Oh, didn't he, doesn't he have a Nationals mask? I think I saw yes. it somewhere. <laughs> um, so, you know, good for Fauci. Super happy for him. Um, I'm just kind of like, and I'm not saying they're doing a bad thing. I'm just saying like, okay, so when Fauci's like giving us some rules, let's remember that, that we think he's really great. So let's listen to yeah. him. Um, and that's, like, yeah. Do you think the Nationals- a little message? No, I don't really give baseball that much credit, (laughs) to be honest. Like, so the Nationals said in a statement, Dr. Fauci's been a true champion for our country during the COVID pandemic and throughout his distinguished career. career, career. (laughs) So it is only fitting that we honor him as we kick off the 2020 season and defend our World Series championship title. Um, I think that, if anything, they're trying to – show his importance like you said like honor him but not a lot of people listen to him so like I think maybe they just like were like yeah this is kind of fitting I mean he's a huge Nationals fan we kind of think that people should start wearing masks we're getting a little uncomfortable with the uh second wave that's soon to come here so I think that like it it might be giving Fauci and uh the Center for Infectious Disease some really good PR maybe now Maybe this ends up being a great thing. Like maybe see people like maybe they see Fauci and they're like, oh, he's so cool and relatable and he likes baseball. Yeah, look at him throw that ball. I'm gonna wear a mask now. I'd be like, okay, yeah. Um, He has a mask with Nationals logos all over. I want a mask with my favorite sports team's logos on it. Um. So yeah. So there we go. Maybe it'll be a good thing, and I'm all for good things. You know. I I need that was a weird thing. thing That was a weird thing to say. Um. Also on uh, COVID news, um, Cuomo, no more fans at college games. Insert joke about Maris sports fandom here. <laughs> like uh, Maris is sitting somewhere in a darkroom Poughkeepsie and like, haha, jokes no, on the- you. We already had no okay. fans. Disclaimer, the joke I'm about to make is completely a joke. I do not mean it. But Maris was really ahead of their time on the no fans at games thing. <laughs> And it's not like No, we're totally kidding. Women's basketball is awesome. Like, lacrosse is awesome. Like, all this much awesome. Go to their games. You can't anymore because it's banned. It's not like we had no fans, but could you qualify all the girls that wore Maris t-shirts to a tailgate, just took pictures and left before halftime? Fans. Was that you? Did you go and just take pictures and then No, no, because obviously, as everybody already knows, and if you don't, congratulations on hearing the best news of your life i was a little preoccupied at every game getting dressed into the coziest thing i've worn since the 90s um yeah a mascot suit i was born in 98 so i didn't live a lot through the 90s that was misleading but yeah i was the mascot for mara so um i it was really hard to do my job with no fans, so I could probably imagine it's going to be really difficult and probably awkward for a lot of college athletes to play without fans, because I think a lot of the allure of being a college athlete is like, oh, look at my red backpack and me stroll around campus, like, sponsored by Nike and my athleticism on campus, like, wow, I want everyone to see how cool and athletic I am when I take the field or the court or whatever the heck you do. And, like, maybe I think it's going to bring down the level of competition, to be honest. You do? I I feel like that's a tall accusation. (laughs) I feel like a lot of, like, good games and stuff are, like, the people 
the atmosphere. The oh, arena. yeah. I mean, like, every one of my, like, really positive I, sports memories is, like, the the atmosphere and stuff. So, like... Yeah. I, I mean, how, I think... So, here's my but thing. But then you go to a rival, like, so you have two rival teams, and, like, you're just, like, and you, you walk in, and you're not getting booed, and you just play, well, and there's so, silence, and okay, then you go... Home. let's talk, like, let's actually, like, think about this, and that, like... So this is a New York like state thing. So all schools in New York, there will be no fans at any college sporting events through the year, I think. Um, and like, again, it doesn't make that much of a difference. So there's also like, there are definitely schools in New York that have like big fandoms, big followings, stuff like that and have huge crowds. However, this is not Alabama. This is not Texas. Like most, I'm not even gonna say most. I doubt that they're drawing crowds that like big 10 or SEC schools are. And with that, I mean, like, imagine Cortica, though, like, Cortland well, versus no, with no I'll fans. Even, like, that's, like, even a say, really like, awkward thing. Watching the MAC tournament, I watched it from home this year, which was the last sporting event. Um, it was it was only the Yikes, first You round. must have had nothing to do that day. <laughs> it, was only the fir- it was the first round, but the game was at, like, 10 p.m., so there wasn't anybody in the stand. Like, there were a few people. Like, there were parents, but it's, like, there was Moms. a 10 p.m. game. I was, like, this is a freaking MAC. This is a tournament game. Like, um... So, again, like, I don't think it's it, – this isn't to me like Alabama said no fans this year. You know what I mean? Or, like, Clemson was, like, no fans this year, which would be, like, a thing. But then here's my thing with this. I'm like, okay, so we're not going to have fans at, at games. We're still going to have sports, question mark? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I just don't understand why – The opening thing just seems very – The tricky. NCAA just didn't say, you know what – let's just not do it like give everybody another year of eligibility i don't see what the i mean what are you gonna do like what what else are you gonna do well i mean i see all the this is gonna be like i'll pick my meme of the week and i can't find it obviously but it's a thing of it was like because a lot of a lot of conferences are choosing to just do in-conference games or schools are choosing to just do in-conference games. They're not playing out of conference. Which is still and like someone, that. someone goes, Oh, I forgot. You can't get COVID from people not in your conference and, or you can't get pe- Corona from people in your conference. And I was like, that's good. I was like, all right, I see you. TikTok. Let's go. Well, it's um, also, it's so like- yeah, I think this is like a good step in the right direction, but I think like there's going to be a lot of issues that arrive arise from opening schools, um, having sports, college sports in the first place. Like, it just seems like a very tricky, a very messy situation. Um, and like this, I remember this from the very beginning of the pandemic. I was thinking about it yesterday um, when there was still a lot of questions about like what was going on. And it was like, I'd rather take this seriously, like really seriously, and then look back in six months and say, wow, remember when we really overreacted about this? rather than look back in six months. I remember you like retweeted that that months ago. And that's my thing. It's like, do we want to, do we want to come to the end of the school year next year, come to May next year and say, we really should have taken that more seriously or like, well, you know, it sucked. We didn't get college sports this year, but I'm glad that like there weren't a, there wasn't a spike in cases. Like, I don't, why is that not the priority here? Oh, I'm sweaty. I have no idea because I, I'm like, who are you kidding? Like, you think that we're gonna play college sports? Yeah, I'm like, and I'm all for like, it's a step in the right direction, but like, let's take a look in the mirror and really think, um, about. No, I think if it's this ridiculous. is gonna work out, I think it's ridiculous. I think they're insane. I think that they are in freaking sane. I feel um, very passionately about how we should not play sports. We've done a lot of COVID today. 
a lot of COVID. Well, a lot of things are all COVID. So I want to tell the listeners who are still with us right now, like, uh, we are going to be starting some updates for you guys during coronavirus bubble updates for all the NBA drama. Some will be fun. Other, some will be other real. league dramas. We'll give you all the updates when when they start coming back. Right now, it's a lot of NBA bubble talk just because the NBA is back. Mm-hmm. But also college sports. Now we're starting to get all of the news that's coming out per conference per state. So we're gonna be breaking down some of those updates as we as they come in to us. Um, so if you guys do want to give us a follow on our social media accounts, Ooh, our yeah. Instagram and Twitter is at throwing nice underscore down um, on Twitter and Instagram. No G, just I-N. Just I-N, no G, because everything is too serious with, with a G like that. I know. So we're, we're keeping it casual here on throwing down, down, even though a lot of the things we talk about might make your hands sweaty. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anything else, Jess? Did you have a favorite tweet this week or anything? My favorite tweet this week was... Or like a book you read or something. I know that those were very different things, but... Totally different. I haven't read a book in a really long time, Lily. Don't at me like that. I don't know. Just like a recommendation for someone to check out. All right. Well, a book that I'm reading right now that I actually read a couple chapters into this morning because I had some time was, um... What is the name? Say Nothing by Patrick Redden. Um, it's a book about Northern Ireland and the troubles in like the, the couple decades ago. I think multiple people have recommended that to me now that I It's really that. good. Um, it's like history. So it's not, I mean, if you can't keep up with reading something like that, I wouldn't. But a tweet that I, a couple things interesting that happened to me this week that I want to talk about. I saw this tweet that kept me up all night and I quote tweeted and said, this will keep me up all night is, Oh, (laughs) imagine the bulls trying to keep Rodman in the bubble. Like that kept me up all night. I think we might have to do weekly Rodman updates because the next day, one of my friends had texted me yesterday and this was crazy. I don't know if I need like to ask permission to bring this up, but he texted me and he said, oh my God, guess who my friends met last night? And I was like, who? So these are like friends of friends. Yeah, so he goes, Dennis Rodman met, like his friends met Dennis Rodman. Where did this photo go that I was going to bring up of this guy and Dennis Rodman? Just that it happened? Um, No, he sent me a picture of it and it was Dennis Rodman sitting in a casino with these two guys and they all have their masks on. (gasps) Right here. And they have their masks on. I can you cut just, it in. You can just. You can just see it. Well, you saw the ring light. The rev- now everybody knows I have a ring light on my computer when I do this. Good. I good. don't have this great skin. Um, but that was exciting. That happened to me. I like Dennis Rodman. I think he's a freaking badass. He's actually somebody that I live my life by. I like, think. My like, idol. let's just let's just like get this out of the way. Like, during the last dance. It, we did like Rodman updates. Like at the end of every episode, we'd be like, "Oh my God, Dennis Rodman!" This Everybody was like, tweeting about, about Michael Jordan, Jordan, and Jess and I were just like, "Did you see and that?" Lily Rodman and I were like on our own. We're like, thread. "What's your favorite like, Rodman hairstyle?" Yeah, like that guy's a freaking legend. But other than that, everything is normal here. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Throw and No G Down. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Do it and. 
We'll be giving you guys some more content. Looking forward to some bonus stuff that will be released later this week. Um, and thanks for listening to us, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. And keep following along for more updates, more con- content, more sports talk. Remember, it's never just sports. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one.